Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It can be difficult knowing what board to order, especially when you're going custom. But even so, walking into a, into a shop and looking at a rack, I mean, the frustration of knowing what to ride is, is obvious. I think that comes down to people's experience and ability to decipher what they think they need. But to simplify it, what you don't want can quickly put you into a part of the quiver that is most um, appropriate to answer what you are trying to do. So what are you trying to do? What do you need to do to get there? And what are you working on? What's in the way? What are the first things that you need to fix so that you can do what you're able to do and want to do? We're going to go together through a kind of recent order that I just built and I just thought how interesting these conversations are that I have with everyone about their board and question. And yes, I feel like you might find yourself in the same shoes, but it but maybe even further so, it might highlight the thoughts that you've been having or answer some of the questions that we tackled together. So this is a walk through the order form with JJ. I jumped on the phone with him and we discussed these things, which he agreed for me to record. And so there's every part of depth and perspective that could be covered, covered. Hope you find this interesting. We'll start with his order form that he sent in and what he said. My name is JJ. The heading is the flavor of surfboard or model in question. So he's looking for a short board that I'll mainly use to surf uppers, Huntington Beach and El Porto. El Porto is quite a bit different than the other two waves. And if I was to prioritize, I would say I want it to be great at uppers. Volume and consideration. See notes in my message in regards to volume. Conditions to be used in? I would say that this is a, be, to be a daily driver, which means it would surf, uh, surf it in three, to, uh, three feet up to eight foot faces. My skill level doesn't allow me to surf anything bigger than that currently. Regular or goofy footer? Regular foot. Local spot? County or region? El Porto. Manhattan Beach is my home break, but if it's good, then, then I'll drive down to Uppers or Huntington Beach. Winters are usually up at El Porto and summer down at Uppers or HB. Uppers is my favorite spot. Experience or committed stoke? I'm intermediate. This is interesting now. Here is a link to the Dropbox with three videos of me at Uppers to let you decide what my skill is. Things I need to be way better at are popping up faster, surfing down the wave, more 
and bottom and my bottom turn doesn't feel like it generates much speed unless it's on a bigger day. The waves in that video are typical uppers days that I surf. Sometimes the swell is larger and as I mentioned above I'm comfortable until about two to three feet overhead. Here are his um, dimensions. His height, weight, age and shoe size. He's 5'11", 190 pounds, 45 years old and an 11 and a half shoe. I always ask people's shoe size and if you think of what steers and powers any direction or change you make on a board, it's your feet. So it's good to know and probably your biggest advantage if you haven't looked at it closely. His message. I'm looking for a daily driver shortboard and I've bought a ton of used boards and I'm not overly pleased with with any of them to be honest. The shortest summary I can give is I would like a board that lets me get into waves easily and then once I'm up, pretty loose and playful. I like a skatey board feel. I love cruising on my carver skateboard when I'm on dry land. Here is my quiver, here is my quiver and where I think they surf well and where they don't and how they feel to and how to feel and how they feel to hopefully give you an idea what I'm hoping for. I'd love to get on a call and discuss that if it would be help as well. I've ordered them in frequency of use. So first up, Hypto Crypto. 6, 2, 20 and 3 quarters by 2 and 3 quarters, 38 liters. This is a board I use the most and I like the best as a quad. I like the paddle power of it up and it trestles I can get into the waves better than any of my other boards the problem is it doesn't feel as loose and as snappy as I like I'm not sure if it's because I'm not getting on my back foot far enough but this board just doesn't snap quickly I don't know if it's due to the rounded pin next up a rocket wide Channel Islands 6 0 20 and a half 2 and 3 quarters 27.6 liters that volume seemed off to me, but regardless. This board has been the most fun as far as loose and snappy when I've caught it in good waves with it. However, I've noticed that when the waves are lacking power or are mushier, I struggle with the paddle power compared to the Hepto, even though they have similar volume. <laughs> Once again, question there. When I ride this board at El Porto, I don't have any issues grabbing the waves as it as that wave isn't as flat as uppers, but I've had some days at uppers, high tide, where it was more difficult than the hepto to catch waves, and so now I don't take it out as much. Next up, a 510 Christensen fish, 21 and a half by 2 and 9 sixteenths. This fish is not really comparable to what I'm looking for, but I thought I'd bring it up as I had a friend say that it looks like I struggle to paddle into waves with it. That is how it feels a lot of the times. I bought it with the hopes that I could use it to grovel when the waves are small, but I haven't found that to be the case. In fact, I had more fun on a 510 chocolate fish, his brother's shape, that is more of a performance fish and I plan on selling this board. I know that sounds funny, and maybe it's just due to my skill, but that board doesn't seem to feel loose and skaty the way I thought a fish way I thought, the way I thought it would feel as a fish. Next up, a 6-0 Love Buzz, another one from Hayden. The Love Buzz was the first board I, I bought, 19 and 7 eighths by 2 and 5 eighths, 32.85 litres. 
This board has only worked for me on head high El Porto days. I love how light it is and I've had fun on it when using it on good days and it feels really loose and playful. However, when I brought it on smaller days or days with less power, I'm not good enough to get the, get into the wave quick and get up and generate speed on it. I believe it was designed to be more of an everyday board, but I think it just doesn't have the volume I need. Fancies and finishes. I put a bunch of board graphics on your site that are like in a Dropbox folder. I'd give you an idea. Blue, red, green, yellow colors. I really like boards with trim on the rails. The music I'm referencing. That's right. Every album, every board gets bolts around a musical album. So in area he gave me three. But Bob Dylan, Blink-182 and The Misfits. We'll stick with Bob Dylan. So that gives you an idea of the kind of things we... We uh, we started working with. Those are the things I got to read, got to, most importantly now, let me watch what he was doing and assess what he was um, talking about when he says he can or can't do things in the water and how he surfs. So what was the simplest solution to that was he sent me a Dropbox folder with those three waves, which was more than enough, and they were just rewind cams from the Surfline cam. So it wasn't as close and as accurate as it would have been to have had a tripod set up on the beach and capture, capturing footage for coaching purposes, but it was enough to see within three waves the consistency that he was doing things with, both good and then in error. So as I say, I'm not a coach, not yet, but I'm fascinated with coaching because it highlights what we're doing, what we should be doing, and what we want to be doing, and therefore you can design a board that meets those things and can give you the opportunity to have more fun. We're going to go now to the phone conversation I had with JJ. Once that's done, we'll transition into a follow-up message. So let's leave it at that and listen to the things we discuss and how close to home coaching is for him. It's interesting. You never know who you're going to be working with. And every one of these people that come in the shop, that could be you too, is a joy to work with. So this this was an honest conversation. And because he was willing and vulnerable to be assessing his ability so accurately, I feel like we landed up on, on something that, that was appropriate, progressive, and ultimately has made him, well, have a listen, you decide. This is JJ. JJ, Donald Brink speaking. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you today? I'm doing well, doing well. Can you go by Donald or Donnie? Either way. Alright. Well, I'm excited to chat and thank you for taking the time. That worked out well. Like I said, it's um, I like to have this information as fresh in my brain as I can because it's... It's sometimes the information is key, but the way it's said is as valuable because it's it's difficult to find the right terms when we're trying to explain what we're doing. Like there's no glossary of terms to say um, how we're feeling, what surfing's doing, and when it comes to what parts of the board are doing what. It's definitely a mystery, and so we're kind of always hunting for the right words, and the words that you use to describe something are not wrong because they're the best you've found, but they might be different to the ones that I've been used to hearing. So I'd rather hear them from you and then make sure that we're talking about the same thing. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, it's great. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, JJ, there's a few ways we can take this, and I really appreciate you taking time to send me those videos to write the descriptions of the sensations of the boards you feel and also um, being honest with what you're wanting to do and what you're able to do. Now, most people don't actually know what they want to do, which is not wrong. It just, uh, until you're honest about what you want to do, you might get surprised by fulfilling it, but being accurate in crafting towards fulfilling that goal with intention is kind of guesswork. So we're halfway there. In other words, you want to catch waves easily and then have a loose and playful feeling on the wave, which, I mean, most people would, so that's not a generic answer per se, but knowing that that's our goal is huge because half of the stuff that we can even look at is irrelevant. So now all of a sudden what we're selecting from in terms of design um, is way more, um, it's a smaller bucket to fish from. Yep. What, um, yeah, I, carry on. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot. I mean, I, I, there was a, a buddy of mine that I surfed a lot. Like he has a guy that he gets his board shaped, um, shaped from. And I, I remember this is like a year ago. I went and talked to him and, and, uh, I don't know. I just, I felt, I didn't feel comfortable with him. And, uh, I also didn't feel like I knew, enough or had felt enough or experienced enough to even be fair. So like I thought he was just throwing me kind of a generic line of, okay, here you go. And this is what I'll make you. But I also didn't feel like I'd spent enough time thinking about what I'm trying to do. And, um, you know, I feel like now I've tried enough boards out. Um, you know, I mean, I like, like I said, I even have that five, 10 Christians and fish. And if I think about a fish, I think, maybe it's too big. I don't know. Or I'm just not skilled enough to make it as loose and, um, fishy as people think it should be. Um, you know, but now I feel like I've ridden enough boards and on, in enough spots where I have a pretty good idea of at least what I'm looking for. I don't know if I can get there. <laughs> I got a long way to go with my skills, of course, but, mm-hmm. um, it's fun. I mean, I love the process, you know, it's, it's fun. Well, let me start by saying you surf very well and that's not, uh, yeah, I'm not not trying to just inflate the tires here, but you you clearly you know how to surf. I mean, you you surf from the beach looks great. But I looked at that footage and I read the story. Um and I had my point of view and my perspective of what I thought were the strengths, which were many, and then for me I always think the most important coaching anyone can give you is not all the things you need to fix, but what is the next thing that you need to fix that will unlock everything and dovetail in with what you already are doing well? In other words, enhance what you're doing without throwing away the good stuff or bringing something in that belittles what you're already good at. So for me, it was, you know, it's actually less about the board we're going to make you and more about your approach to surfing in general. And I think that's always true. But if you're on the right equipment, it might let you do what you're trying to do, which then will give you a feedback loop of how to keep doing it and then always tell it, tell you when it's you making the mistake or when it's maybe just an impossible maneuver at the wrong time on the wrong wave. So 
I, I called in a friend, Asher King, who's a very proficient coach, and I, uh, I showed him all the footage. I showed him those three waves he sent me without putting words in his head. And I was like, here's the project. What do you think? And, you know, together we sat and discussed those things. So I'm happy to share what, what we feel like are the weakest links, but I'm also cautious to just be throwing out information. Some people you know, I'm not in a position to want to be coached. So first I want to ask permission to, to talk about your surfing. I, th- I feel like we're there, but I wanted to make sure that that's clear. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a coach for a living, uh, oh. for volleyball. So yeah, I'm into coaching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, imagine uh, you watch me, imagine, <laughs> imagine watching me play volleyball and coming over and just giving it to me. And I'm like, I didn't ask for that. Like, <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Okay, do I have permission yep. to, to, I don't want to say coach you, but to comment on what I'm seeing you doing in your surfing? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'd love that. Okay, so. That'd be great. Yeah, like I said, you, you surf very well. Where your frustration comes in your email, and these are your words, is that you have a hard time um, or you're not going up and down the wave enough, so let's call that vertical surfing. But what was so yep. interesting and I saw it in the footage, which you might not have thought was shown, was your comments about not feeling like you're getting enough out of your bottom turn and except on bigger days was very interesting. Now, the fact that you're trying to engage in longer drawn bottom turns is wonderful and never stop doing that. But I've surfed all these waves you're talking about. In fact, I live in St. Clemente, so uppers is, is down the road. It looked like it looked like you were doing the right thing, but you were doing it to too great of a degree. And I've learned this lesson by somebody correcting me and then self, you know, self proving it to myself over and over. But you're going out into the flats too far. So you're doing you're actually doing impossible stuff. You're doing the right thing, but you're doing it too far. So because you've gone so far it's almost i like to envision it like the on-ramp you're trying to create onto the freeway you 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 went too far out and now you're running out of speed to get back onto the freeway into the flow of traffic whereas if we made that turn tighter it would be a quicker flow into the flow of traffic now that's a lot of information but what is happening is when you say that you like that um hypto crypto makes obvious sense because there's a lot of volume in the board it's at six to what is it 38 liters there's a lot of curve on that board but it's it's going to come off the bottom you're going to pivot off that front part the middle part of the board where it's curvy but you 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 eventually there's a diminishing return the board's going to stop accelerating which is what you want to be doing when you're on rail so you going out into the flats everything's good on the bigger wave well you had more speed going into it but even so, I think if you shorten up that bottom turn curve, and this is very, very typical for these Californian waves, which essentially are not very powerful. You can look at these magazine photos from Hawaii and it, it makes you frustrated because you want to do that. Save it for Hawaii. So that's one piece of information. And I, I, I yeah. kind of noticed that because I, I've, I've, I struggle with the same thing and it feels so good to get out the end of the flats. But if you... If you go half out into the flats and come back up approaching the wave with even more speed, well, now you're connecting the dots and you can do it over and over. What Asher pointed out, 
and which was pretty obvious, but his diagnosis was so articulate was, let's look at um, your range of motion down the wave was very much, and you commented on how you like the point breaks. It was very much um, like a, what, what we would call it, say, eight o'clock to 11 o'clock surfing, you know, up, down, up, down, weaving down the down the face as opposed to yep. down to the bottom, six o'clock, up 12 o'clock. But he, I mean, he was he was saying just you're surfing off of the front foot, and which is probably why you're really enjoying that very curved pulled in outline. Never have you gone onto the back foot and opened pushed the board skywards. Now, of course, we we didn't ask you to do that, so we're looking at stuff where you weren't trying to do that. But I can see that the frustration might come from. And, and most people do this is just surf off the front foot and you get, I don't want to call it this wiggle down the face going, but until you yep. actually put all that weight on the stomp pad and open up going skywards, which is incredibly difficult to do, those things are never really going to happen. So his diagnosis was what you're able to do is not far from asking you what you should be doing. So if I told somebody this information that's, I would say learning to surf. Well, that's very, very, very difficult. But your proficiency of going down the line as well as you do and going that far out into the flats, your body mechanics are, it's its just subtle stuff. And maybe even just paying attention to being on that back leg, the quadricep in, in particular, kind of all your weight on there and just heading straight for the face. It, it was really interesting listening to Asher saying it, and I'm going through a lot of information here, but he was saying with the drills he would give you to diagnose things within five or six waves on a beach. And it was interesting. Like, I don't care if you don't make the wave, but just show me how you go for, like up the wave face because it will show what your body mechanics will do. I mean, anyone can do it. Whether you can do it and come off the top and redo it again and again, well, that's tour level. But just to see the way your body mechanics would be telling you how to start doing that because then you can tweak the, the technique. So... Those are the things we're dealing with, and that was a lot of information, and I'll shut up here in a minute, but in my opinion, there are two ways to answer what your challenge is to the design, and one is to refine what you're doing. I feel like embracing the asymmetry is let, let us do that with helping the heel side especially. The other is to give you a slightly more difficult task make sure you adopt a couple principles when you go and surf and it should unlock every other board you ride and all the other boards you own so there are really two parts and i want to make sure that we're clear about the distinction because the one is i don't want to say it's generic but it would be looking at the quiver listening to your story looking at the numbers and the volumes I can make a more freeing, fun sensation and you would excel and do well um, maybe doing the same thing you're doing with a little more ease maybe. But if we really want to unlock what you're wanting to do in terms of what surfing you're really envisioning and I believe that you're able to do, it would be a different board. Questions? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I ultimately want to be surfing vertically. <laughs> you know, but, mm. um, I can't remember who it was, but um, 
you did. Uh, you, I, I first found out about you from that podcast. Um, oh gosh, the Surf Coaching Podcast. Surf Mastery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Surf Mastery. Yeah, Mike Frampton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, and uh, and I remember listening to one of the guys he had on. I was just talking about how like people don't serve vertically enough. And, uh, that, that's where I want to get to. I mean, I'll see guys that just do it and that's what I want to feel, you know? And, um, so whatever I need to do to change that, I'm going to do. Uh, so it sounds like part of it is I'm going out in the flats too, too, too far. Uh, and the other is I got to actually attempt to go vertical. Um, cause I'm, I'm stopping too short. It sounds like is what Asher's saying. Well, let's back did up there a little that, bit. Right? Uh, you did, but okay. once again, I want to reiterate, I was watching three waves and we didn't yeah, tell yeah, you no, to go no. and do that. So so I'm not saying you can't do that. I just didn't see it happening. But I feel like this is, the, you, could help, you could have this done twice as quickly as you're thinking. I feel like if you don't go into the flats as far, you will be able to go straight up the wave phase because you'll ha you won't have lost so much speed in fact you should keep generating it so that's going to help but the other thing is because you're wanting to surf vertically it's actually going to be coming down to getting back into that lunge position consistently and holding that which is from my understanding and once again i'm not a certified coach but i think that was maddie griggs who was talking about that information but from my understanding it's we want to see you on your back foot more. If we put you in that lunge position, it's going to essentially be on both feet. Obviously, your weight's going between them like pistons, but the fact that you're off your front foot too much is diagnosed. The fact that you want to go vert means that keeping you on both feet more should unlock that. The way to do that is going to be remembering one thing. Don't go as far into the flats and stay loaded on both feet. It's kind of be like... Um, yeah, that starting blocks um, runner mentality, you know. At the end of the day, yep. just nobody stays low enough to their board. And the only people that are are the ones in videos that we're looking at and going like, man, I want to surf like that guy. <laughs> so they learned yeah. the lesson. But it's it's these fundamental things that are so disguised until someone shows you. And then you see it, but unless you remember it when you're in the water and try it and prove it true for yourself, you'll never be able to preach it. And I don't want to be preaching but these are the kinds of things that have been like when you look at all the things that people want to do and are frustrated that they can't, it's like, okay, well, it's these four things are consistently happening. Um, and Mike was really good at actually helping me figure that out too. You know, we we recorded those podcasts and everything, but we went surfing together a couple of times and, and uh, he helped me on things in my surfing, which was really, really it was really helpful and and what, what was funny is he had sent me a clip or two later like months later he's like man i was walking past the surf shop and he, he filmed this footage of shane dorian it was on the television in the surf shop and he stopped and he just filmed it he was like man i was watching shane surfing and thinking of how much this should show you what you're supposed to be doing which was really good coaching you know it was exactly what i needed to see you know most people walked past that footage that day and it didn't ring true so that's what I was yep. saying about, you know, the right instruction is like, what do you need to learn next? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get some surf coaching. Is uh, is Asher a local guy? 
He is, you know. That's one of the things, actually, I feel like is... And it is growing in the sport. It's really a sport lifestyle. I don't know. But it, it is growing that there's more opportunities. In fact, Mike's up north, too. But, yeah, there's... I think that personal coaching is absolutely next level. It's surely been helpful for me. And uh, working with Ashley in detail lately has been really, really rewarding. And I highly encourage anyone to do that. But like we said, giving you even these three or four pieces of information and make sure that you remember two of them. Because like I said, you surf really well already. So I don't want to throw away all of that. Let's just enhance it. And the next thing would be to get your weight on that back foot, which is, that's too much information. If you stay low and stay crouched in that bottom turn that you're already doing so well, but just not do it as far out, you're going to be looking at the sky and just hitting at 12 o'clock before you know it. So that's um, that's a lot of information. Like I said, so there were two ways to take this. Um, the reality is, you know, there's a reason why pros ride the dimensions they do. It's because it's the most efficient way to fit into the waves the way they want to. And then to back it up, are able to. So there's a big difference between what we want to do and what we're able to do. But the reality is the science and the mechanics of how to do what we're trying to do, which is if fit into a wave, is, and I'm pretty convinced of this, is that the width is going to be the first thing that gets in the way. So if we made you a board that was narrower, it would just frustrate you because you wouldn't catch waves. And that's that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty obvious and why you wouldn't go into a surf shop and buy something that felt so narrow under your arm. It, it, you know, you you figured that, that out already. But if we made something that was narrow for long enough we could maintain balance and what it will do is let you flop from one rail to another without trying to bounce between one round outline to the other round outline and i'm getting away with murder because of the asymmetry that i'm moving the wide points on the board but what it does do is because the board's not curving all the time or when it is curving it's staying straight for longer overall you end up with a more let's call it parallel concept now a parallel concept won't fit into the wave as well so you do need to pull in the tails but if we maintain the length of your shortboards you referenced and stayed narrower but narrower for a longer time that's where the stability can come back in. But because it's narrower, you can isolate one rail at a time. And this is exactly what we're going to ask you to do, is to stay low and compress yourself into that bottom turn, which is cut short. So I'm saying all this to say those other boards might feel a little more um, steady and sure-footed when you when you're standing on the board but when you're paddling and entering the wave if the board pulls itself into the energy of the wave and you lean over on in other words if your boat's narrower if you lean over onto one rail and we've asked you now to stay on that rail 
if that all is more comfortable, the stability is going to not be as much of a demand because those things are more natural as opposed to trying to do that on this wider outline that you have already. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. That was a lot of information, but I wanted to be clear about it because telling somebody I'm going to make them a narrower board should make the hair on your back even next stand up saying, I just don't want to be frustrated and pissed off trying to catch waves and missing waves. And I totally get that. But that's going to be the biggest thing that actually lets you do what you're trying to do. And once that muscle memory is improved, I bet you, you can go out there and do it on those bigger boards. Okay. Well, sounds, sounds good. It should, it should make you sound nervous and I, I hear it in your voice and, and I like no, that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, it sounds challenging, but I, I, I like challenging. I mean, one of my friends, I, I moved back out here to California two years ago after living in uh, Utah for a few years and, uh, and I hadn't surfed in, you know, 20 plus years, but I'd snowboarded a bunch and he said, what do you like better? And I said, well, I'm an expert snowboarder. So there's pretty much, there's very few places in the world you could take me and I, I can't go down the mountain and have fun doing it. Um, but I like surfing better because every way is different and it's way harder. And so I feel like, you know, it's, uh, it's like when you hit a good golf shot, <laughs> if you're not a good golfer, uh, it kind of makes you want to come back cause you get that one wave and then you're like, ah, that's the one. That's why I keep paddling out and wake up at three 30 in the morning to drive down to uppers. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that, that I, so I, I like the challenge. I don't mind it. You know, it's, it's, it's really fun, but, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm into it. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd actually be interested in getting uh, Asher's number two and see if he's got some time to go out, um, coach me a little. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll pass that along for sure. He, I, I know he's been doing a little bit of coaching. I'm, I'm not sure what the schedule is, but yeah, I'd be happy to connect you guys. Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting you bring up the snowboard thing. And once again, I don't want to be like, oh, that must explain why you're so front-footed because I have snowboarded, but I'm in no way proficient or did not grow up near mountains. Or yeah, I was very late to be introduced to snowboarding and don't call myself a snowboarder by any stretch. But, you know, the mechanics are essentially, they're similar and there is overlap, but that front-footedness, because like I said, I mean, you surf very well, but it's almost like you're doing incredibly difficult things the wrong way so to take that ability and just tweak it subtly it's like it's not like you're not athletic it's not that you don't have wave knowledge all those things it's like those subtle subtle refinements and they're going to make a world of difference and then you can unlock nearly any board (laughs) yeah yeah that's funny okay well let's let's envision let 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 me let me sort of sign off saying this um I, I see your dimensions, I see your weight, I see your heights, I hear your story. I understand that to give you something that's going to be difficult to even paddle and catch waves is going to be absolutely frustrating, and I do not want to do that. But I also don't want to build you a small SUP. So I just want to bring that to the forefront. Let's just assume, in the let's just tick off in your mind that you're going to be able to paddle this board, feel comfortable on it, duck dive it and catch any wave that you should be catching. In other words, you know, not a swell, but in the right part of the lineup, you should be able to catch any wave that you you want to catch. Let's assume that that's taken care of. In other words, the volume is sufficient. Um, yep. 
that's I, I like to put that in the back of people's minds because that really is I, I take that seriously and then the tweaks and refinements we're going to make and change are going to make the board feel more comfortable in terms of when you're supposed to be doing what you're doing and that should give you a little more time then to do those things so that would be my hope and dream walking into the shaping bay listening to your story and deciding what we're going to make and yeah i feel like bringing that with then is going to answer those questions how we do that is to make other changes in other areas but overall that narrower width wouldn't work on those other designs which were great by the way but this asymmetry will let me get away with that a little more and thus let you open up and stay low for longer and feel where you're supposed to be and then take it back and translate to the other rest part of the rest of the quiver. It's great. I'm just, I'm super excited. Good. Yeah, thank you so much. Can you can you see why it's like I don't want to walk in here and guess about what I'm making? And maybe that's the difference, you know, like yeah. every single thing's hand shaped, so it's not like just pushing buttons and print the next number. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's like carefully calculated and and uh yeah, we just we, we don't want to waste time, money or effort. Yeah, no, I, I I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about this stuff and uh, and for actually reading as I was as I was typing everything in your order form. I'm like, man, I wonder if they even want to read this. Well, <laughs> uh, the royal they, <laughs> the royal they is me. And uh, <laughs> no, absolutely, I read every every line. Um, it was funny actually. I, I was rebuilding the website there the other day, which was probably why that order form didn't go through because I was online servicing stuff, but um. No, I, I I wholeheartedly read everything. In fact, like to 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 jump the shark, yeah, Asher and I have been talking about, you know, building somebody a board and then having them send us a three, <laughs> literally three wave clip, to then review and be like, well, it looks like these things are working. Maybe pay attention to this, and you did it the other way round, which essentially was more helpful. Maybe both should happen, but it's almost yeah. ridiculous, like. It would be like going into a coffee shop and they're giving you a cup of coffee and not explaining how to, to drink it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah, ridiculous I mean, example, like said, but when it comes to surfing, no, 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 it makes I, sense. I, yeah, no, I, I, know you, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think for me, you know, like I said, I coach, I coach women's volleyball at the University of Southern California. And, and uh, you know, I, I work with athletes all day long and the video feedback and seeing, you know, them seeing, like I can tell them all day long, but then seeing them feeling, uh, you know, that's how you start dialing stuff in, you know, cause I can sit behind a computer and show them video and say, this is what you need to do and blah, blah, blah. But like, they got to get out there. They got to see it. They got to feel it. And so I just thought, gosh, I'm trying to describe it, but I don't even know if I'm describing it in the right way. So let me just send you a video and, you know, picture can say a thousand words so yeah i'm glad i helped i hope it helped and uh no absolutely i really appreciate the time you've put into thinking about it yeah that's that's what we do it's it's funny and and um i i mean i i'm i was the same way i was like oh yeah it's cool like i never really see myself surf right but until asher said no 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 come we go down and we've got to film i'm going to coach you from the beach and coming like surf six waves come back in and on the beach reviewing the footage and then making changes and then obviously you're reviewing it weeks later 
to remind yourself. But when you actually see it in in screen, like right in front of you, it, uh, it something something helps you understand it. I think is what what what's really going on. And yep. the biggest things I've learned from being able to do that was when when Asher would ask me to do something, he was saying, "I'm not asking you to do something you can't do. Look, you're doing it here." just do it for longer and it's like oh because it was so self-empowering so me saying do a shorter bottom turn should feel like an easier goal it's a different goal but it's not like asking you to do a bottom turn when you can't you're doing a great bottom turn (laughs) it's just overcooked for where we live so that's a subtle adjustment but it's the 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 empowering information is like well, you're already doing it like you're this is yep. easier now <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna think about that and uh and my back foot just stand low like you said i got I'm, i gotta stay low so yeah it's Get i bet you that's back a little yeah well yeah i mean generally most people's back foot isn't far back enough that's pretty obvious but I feel like just staying low overall and like being able to touch the deck at any time. You know, if you can't touch the deck or the water, you're probably too high. And that's okay. broad brushstrokes, but it's a great thing to remember. And see, and you'll be re- you're surprised at how low you can actually surf. <laughs> okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, JJ, let's... A um, couple more details here. I... I uh, pretty much exclusively work with future fins hope that works for you yep that's what i've always used okay perfect do you need fins or do you have uh what are your favorite thruster fins that i can know you're going to be referencing uh i have the am2s okay. and i have some black i have am2s in large uh, black sticks in medium that were just given to me so they're a little smaller but and then i got yeah the, those are the Okay. The two. I actually have two sets of AM2s, but... Um. Yeah, that's great. I, I like those fins. They're really good. Um, okay, that makes okay. sense. And then um, when it came to the colors, and you kind of referenced a lot of stuff. I think it would be nice to keep things pretty simple, nothing too flashy or bright, but does anything come to mind while you we're going through the details right here? No, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open, okay. honestly. I've, I've always, I mean, all my boards are pretty much just white. You know? I'm not against that, um, and I'd rather stay but, in the light spectrum. But yeah, we'll 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 put something tasteful and I, mature. But just you have, uh, I pointed all of that because actually you have some really cool stuff going on. Um, <laughs> you can. Like I was, I was looking through. I'm like, man, I like that, and I like that, and I like <laughs> that. So uh, I just try to show you a bunch of stuff um, that's pretty interesting to me. Um, so I'd love to see, you know, if you have any ideas, okay, what let's your, your thoughts are. Let's do this because I know I put the musical album there and it's. I understand that's a little odd for people to read and yet I've had such good results bringing this into the ordering process. I know you referenced some of the stuff, Dylan, and things like that. Um, could, I, could I get you to narrow it down to one album and this musical album I will listen to as I work and that will you know, guide the aesthetic inspiration. Um, so you give me the album, 
you can trust me with my aesthetical details, but that will be influenced by that. So I'll leave that to you as your homework. Send that today or tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, I can actually give you one because I've thought a, a lot more. Perfect. And it's uh, Brushfire Fairy Tales by Jack Johnson. Love it. I'm going to take me back to high school. <laughs> so that's, that's one of my Someone I was honored with a recruit and they, uh, they asked me a question about like one of my favorite songs and it's F-Stop Blues. Yep. Like probably my favorite song. And uh, so there you go. Well, I love it. Um, I haven't listened to that album in a while, so that'll be good. Um, well, I, it's, it's all systems go here. I'm going to shape your board tomorrow. And um, I don't rush any boards. But uh, they go, I do two a week, and they go through the system the way they're supposed to go. So like I say, you know, I'll listen to the music. I've got all these thoughts in my mind. I know what I'm going to build. And, you know, they, it just goes through, and I build it start to finish, and it's done the right way, and it gets done properly and efficiently. Great. I'm so excited. Are you able to come down maybe next week and pick it up, or does something like that work? I yep. mean, it's not really a big issue. I'm just... Yep. Um, Planning. I can come down. Um, uh, you tell me when, and I, I should be able to make time. I mean, right now we're not allowed to be on campus, so I'm just I'm at my home in Torrance. Oh, okay. And uh, I have calls during the day, so I've called our current players, recruits, things like that. But um, now I can I can come down. Well, I mean, me I know you're I making can... the drive. That what it would make sense to do is just. I think we got some swell coming this week, and next week looks pretty fun too. So. There's definitely going to be little waves to ride, so it would probably be most sensible to just come down and go surf uppers and make a good uh, good morning of it. Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> well, I'll hey, do that. <laughs> I appreciate um, I appreciate your honesty and your expertise, both in coaching, surfing, and uh, self um, reflection in terms of what you wanted to do, and then um, yeah, for trusting me and stoked to get to build your board. Thanks, Donald. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm excited to have you and appreciate all the time you've been into it. Well, it's been a week, and here's JJ calling back, leaving me a voice memo on his feedback on the first few sessions. Hey, Donald. It's JJ. Uh, just wanted to let you know the board is awesome. It was like I just had one of the best days surfing ever, and uh, I'm sure there's some placebo effect, and like the waves were good, but two of the guys that I see out here all the time, both commented on my surfing and their comments were like wow it looks like you don't look as stiff you look faster and you're catching waves really easily compared to usual so super stoked on the board uh definitely still get i need to get my foot back further i can feel that um but the tip on being quiet at the beginning was also awesome like my first three waves i just worried about just popping up quiet and those were actually three of my most fun waves i had ridiculous speed um going down the line on those and then uh and then i was trying to you know get a little more vertical uh surf a little more vertically the rest of the time so i definitely need my foot back more to, to help that work but um man i'm just super fired up if you need any help uh i'm telling everybody down here about you i don't i hope you're okay with that but uh for the guys that are asking i'm, I'm super fired up and a bunch of a bunch of people walking by when I was changing were like totally stoked on the board too. They're like, "Man, that looks awesome!" So, anyways, uh, decided to leave you a audio text. Uh, I hope all is well, and uh, look forward to talking to you in the future.